And our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord, descending from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the woman, to the women, do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has been raised from the dead and indeed is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings! And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. This is the gospel of grace. Thanks be to God. Two women on a Sunday morning long ago went to a graveyard to see the tomb of a friend. They thought it would be a normal Sunday, but they experienced the unexpected right there in the normal course of their everyday lives. An earthquake happened, and everything changed. Makes me want to share with you a recent post that one of my friends put on his Facebook page. This is a friend of mine who is named Fester, and who I went to divinity school with. He is a Christian church, Disciples of Christ minister, and here's what his status said recently. Today is the greatest holiday of the year. It reminds us that the hope that we can all possess. It reminds us that what happened in the past is past and the future is unwritten. It is the moment when the unknown meets reality. I thought, wonderful, this is great. This is something to share with you on Easter morning until, the red, until I read the rest of his Facebook post, which said, today does not define the future. It is only the first step into that future. Happy, happy opening day, everyone. This was opening day for Major League Baseball. <laughs> the greatest holiday of the year. That took me off guard. I really thought he was going to talk about Easter, but he was talking about opening day for Major League Baseball, a great day indeed, unless I don't make that clear. This was really unexpected, coming from a minister and all. Maybe it caught you off guard too. Maybe you and I would both benefit from something I received in the mail recently. Let me tell you about a solicitation 
I received from a credit card company offering me protection from surprises and unexpected things like this. It is the account protector program from American Express. For just a small fee, this account protector program will pay your minimum monthly payments under certain circumstances should you experience the unexpected in your life. Inside the envelope, it gives several possible scenarios in which the account protector program might be helpful. It says, our twins are doing great, but who knew how expensive two little babies could be? Or my personal favorite, our wedding was worth every penny, but now we have to pay for it. <laughs> and one that rings close to my own experience, a whole new city takes a lot of getting used to and involves lots of expenses. Imagine, it says, imagine knowing that your minimum monthly payment could be paid if you experience the unexpected. American Express says that we created this account protector program because the unexpected can happen. That's our tendency, isn't it? As humans, we want to protect ourselves from surprises. And as a result, so often, we end up protecting ourselves from life itself. We go for security, but the Bible says very plainly that the unexpected will happen. And right there in the normal course of events, an earthquake will happen, and guess what? Something unexpected has happened, and it's there that you will find life. This is what happened to Mary Magdalene and the other Mary who went to see the tomb one Sunday morning. The scripture says that suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came back and rolled the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. The guards represent security, don't they? And the guards knew that they were experiencing God, but they thought they were going to die. They made like dead men in a cemetery. Don't you get the joke? They have been secure, but they didn't have faith. They failed to realize that God is a God of life. They may have felt safe, but they were completely unprepared for life. They bought the guard protector program from American Express and realized it had failed. The two Marys in our story represent a different point of view. They, too, experienced the same unexpected event, but they were prepared for the good news. The good news that the angel said that sums up our faith that Jesus is not here. He has been raised, just as he said. 
So the two Marys lived life in such a way that they experienced the unexpected as good. Their minds, their hearts, their arms were open, and what an example for us to live by. You might say, well, didn't really happen. Earthquakes, angels, an appearance like lightning, clothes as white as snow. You might be searching for a rational explanation for what the two women experienced that morning. You might think that you need proof, but that's not what we're dealing with here on Easter Sunday morning. We're dealing with something completely other. We are dealing with a God who is a part of science, but is not tied down by science. We are dealing with God-type things. Imagination, wonder, earthquake, genesis, the dawning of a new day, the creation is starting all over again. These are things completely unexpected. A rupture has happened in the known world so that the world of God could enter into it. And that's okay, isn't it? It's okay, isn't it? Because if you want a God that meets all of your expectations, what kind of God would that be? So the question is not, is it for real? The question to ask yourself is, where is God working in my life? As you prepare to experience the unexpected, to be open to the possibility that there might be life in a graveyard. Well, we moved and we had twins, and it hasn't been easy, but they have taught me so much about myself and about life, and I think that maybe God is working through my children to make me a better person, to make me more alive. Or I did lose my job, and I don't like it a bit. But now that I look back upon it, I've learned about myself, and I think that maybe that experience has allowed me to see God working in my life so that I could become a better person, so that I could become more alive. Each one of us, each and every one of us has had an earthquake in your life, or you will have one. And what Easter Sunday says is that the two women found life on their way to a tomb, and you will too. Easter doesn't mean that everything will work out like you planned. Easter means that you will find life in the unexpected events, no matter how things turn out. The liturgy from the great prayer of thanksgiving that is on our green insert that we will pray in just a few minutes has these two wonderful lines. Talking to God, it says, this is the day that you married heaven to earth. And that is what I want to say to you this morning, is that the earthquake that Matthew describes in these verses in chapter 28, 
did nothing less than bring heaven to earth. Another way to say it is to say that the resurrection of Jesus brings God's world into our world. That is why we call it an earthquake. How else do you describe something so wonderful and so strange like this? The world as we know it is ruptured. The very fabric of our existence is torn in two, and in walks Jesus. Completely unexpected. Jesus says, greetings, as if he's just been to another world. And then the two women came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. And Jesus said these two wonderful, this phrase that we often hear when people experience the divine in their life, do not be afraid. This is beyond science. This is beyond rational proof. These are matters of the soul which speak to the essence of who you are. And to our souls, Jesus says, do not be afraid. No account protector program is needed here. This is the domain of earthquakes, and our task is to do what the two women did in the graveyard of their life. They clung to Jesus, and they worshiped for gratitude for their life. Most of us think of the world like this. We think that God is up there somewhere and we are down here in what we can see and breathe and touch and feel. We think that God is up there. We call that heaven. And this has been the predominant language for most of Christianity. And it remains prevalent today. Often you will hear people say, well, This world is a big mess, but when we get up to God's world, everything will be better. That is so common in our language, but it is not the biblical witness. We inherited that from the Greeks, from Plato, not from the Bible. There is little security in looking at the world this way. There is little security, but lots of fear. Fear of separation, fear of being alone, fear of not mattering, fear of not being good enough, and especially the fear of death. How do I get there? But what happens in the resurrection is that we see that the worldview is completely different than we thought. We might call this an integrated worldview. This is what Matthew is trying to describe with his earthquake language. Here in this worldview, instead of God being removed from our everyday life, God is fully integrated into the world. God is in the world, and we, the world, is in God. So instead of fear, we have the security that we're longing for. Our security is not in the account protector program. The security that we need and desire and hope for is in God. 
And that security in God brings us trust and love and grace and forgiveness and reconciliation, which are all good words for life. Life found in a cemetery. We are part of God's world already. And so this integrated worldview is what Jesus preached his entire ministry. Repent and believe the good news. The kingdom of God is at hand saying to his disciples over and over again, the kingdom of God is all around you right now. Don't you perceive it? And so our tasks as Christians is not to try to get ready to go to heaven when we die. Our task as Christians is to live in heaven in this life because God is all around us. Two women on a Sunday morning long ago went to a graveyard to see the tomb of a friend. It was dawn, not quite night, not quite day. It was a thin place in between the two where it is hard to tell where heaven ends and earth begins. They thought it would be a normal Sunday, but they experienced the unexpected. They had considered the account protector program, but decided against it, because right there in the normal course of their everyday lives, an earthquake happened. Jesus tore open the fabric of the physical world, the world as they knew it, death with no hope, suffering without meaning, pain without healing, all those things of this world as we think of it passed away because the risen Lord entered into their world and everything changed. So the two Marys, filled with life that only God can give, posted on their Facebook status this phrase, today is the greatest day of the year. It reminds us of the hope that we all can possess. It reminds us of what happened in the past is the past and that we are loved and forgiven. It reminds us that the future is secure because it is in God. And today the world we know has been touched by the unknown. Today we have been given the gift of the present, the now. It is a life with God. And so we say, Happy Easter, everyone. Let us sing. Hallelujahs. Amen.